Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. everybody, welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither and this is Songs and Stories episode number 126. Wow, that's that's a lot of podcasts. I just realized how big a number that was. Thank you for joining me and us today. We're going to have a couple of very special guests as we take another Songs and Stories field trip, which we'll hear about in a couple of minutes. Um, really quick before we get started, I wanted to do one really hopefully quick plug. If you've been listening to this podcast or you know about my latest record, which actually turned a year old this week, Starlight Drive-In, Saturday Night. Wow, it's been a year. Where did the time go? Uh, you'll know, probably reading my site or listening to this, that I've been working on a video for the title track for a long time. Uh, my friend Jeff Barnhill of Rabbit Hat Productions offered to do a video for me, and I said, I have an idea, but it's a huge editing project. So for my Drive-In song, we spent months, months and months and months, combining um, public domain B-movie footage, those old cheesy snack bar ads with the dancing popcorn and the, the jumping around hot dogs, and um, some performance footage, and a lot of starlight marquees past and present, and I enlisted the aid of a, a whole bunch of photographers from you know Flickr and some other online sites and got a lot of people's permission to use a bunch of sort of lost Americana drive-in and McDonald's kind of photographs, basically that kind of illustrate the song um, in photograph and film form. So that's up now. It went up last weekend. It's at my site at michaelgaither.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. If you go to video, you'll find it there. It's been up for about a week and a half, and as of this morning, it has 990 hits. So if just a few of you go over there and click on it and watch it, we'll cross a thousand hits, which is pretty good for a week and a half's time. So have a look at that if you're interested, and we really appreciate it. Meanwhile, back here on the podcast, um, I just came back from the Strawberry Music Festival a couple of weeks ago, and it was way fun. It's it's always great. The main thing is going and seeing our friends and playing music and seeing music, and the best part was it didn't snow, rain, or hail for four days, which is kind of unusual for spring in Yosemite. It was a wonderful festival. The big highlight was a band called Birds of Chicago, and they were their last fall and um they were just like the big hit of the festival they're our new favorite band i think they were the new favorite band of many people who were at the festival and maybe in the, after the next 20 minutes or so they'll be your new favorite band too birds of chicago was made up mainly of jt nero and allison russell they're a they're a duo and they're songwriters and they're backed up by a kind of an unconventional band they have a keyboard player and a uh, a drummer and a bass player and then JT plays acoustic guitar. Allison plays a variety of instruments, um, banjo, ukulele, and I'm forgetting, clarinet, clarinet. And they've got this, they're one of these these duos that just have this incredibly wonderful harmony when they sing together. And um, they were, besides being hardworking, they were actually pretty smart, too. The, the Strawberry is a four-day festival, and they played a main stage set, they played a late-night set, they played a workshop, and they did a set at the Sunday Morning Revival, which for most of us gave festival goers a chance to see them at least two or three times. And, and 
not only would they just love to play and they're good, but it was sort of a wise decision because a lot of people got to see them several times. Um, best of all, I got to see them after the workshop and we went over to the breakfast hall and talked about how they got together, their their songwriting styles, and as you'll discover in this interview, we we talked until the, the, the band doing sound check inside the lodge with a very large drum kit kind of drowned us out. But uh, uh, they're just incredibly talented, great songwriters, and they have this wonderful chemistry when they sing together. And you'll, you'll get a sense of it from the recordings that I'll play for you, but uh, you really want to see them live or at least pick up their CD. So to move this along, if you're new to songs and stories, again, my site is michaelgather.com. And if you go there, you'll find a little section for songs and stories number 126. And I'll put links in there to Birds of Chicago, as well as some things we talk about in the interview. And uh, a really quick, if you've been to the Strawberry before, you're familiar with these, these two artists. You'll rec- remember a band called Poe Girl. That's where Allison came from, and JT had his own band as well, and they've since left those bands and gotten together, and they're creating some very, very cool stuff. So that's about the setup you need. To get started, let's hear a couple of things off their debut Birds of Chicago release. Let's hear uh, Flyin' Dreams, which is a wonderful song, and a little bit of a song called Old Calcutta. I want you to listen to this because JT has this really nice sort of absurdist lyric approach he'll talk about and this song really illustrates that and besides that it's the first song i've ever heard that uses the word namaste as a rhyme which is you know it's a great song and it's kind of a clever use of the rhyme so here is a couple of clips of birds of chicago and then a chat with jt nero and allison russell at the dining hall at the strawberry music festival in groveland california a couple of weeks ago here we go Pine by your home down from Ontario, you fed them every morning. Little cross from your pocket, yeah. Then one day they were gone. On the one they left behind, broken wing, drifting alone. Oh, how you cry, cry, cry. Every action it is Followed by 
reaction or at least the contemplation of a sequencing of movements and the consequences of a recklessness of purpose and I know sometimes you feel you are dying like a porpoise in a meadow in the summer and your skin begins to blister and all the farmer's wife can do is stare at you in wonder in a window in a slum in old Calcutta S.O.S. San Nicolo Mayday Na 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 namaste Sure, where we're heading, but I thought we'd find seats. Yeah. Seats. Deck is nice too. Great set, you guys. Oh, that was amazing. Let's go, man. Good. So, where, have you guys played in Santa Cruz much? You know, it's interesting. We haven't played. Santa Cruz proper. Yeah. Uh, like we, we usually when we come, we do Felton, we do Don Quixote's. So you do play Don Quixote's, okay. Um, I would like to try to find a way to. to uh, the thing about Santa Cruz is you got, you know, like the size of the rooms. Like if, you know, if you're gonna do the catalyst, you gotta put like 400 people in there. It's too big. It's it's a, it's a funky area because I'm a, I'm a local songwriter and Kate Pig plays my stuff and in fact my wife and I book a series. In, I don't know if you know where Crolitis is at. So like there's K-Pig, there's Watsonville, and you go towards the mountains. We found this theater out in the country nobody's using, so we started doing like a house concert series. Holds about 50 people. So she said, see if they'll play our series. But if you're playing Don Quixote's, I don't know. Well, oh, I mean, nice we, one. We, 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 nice I'll take it. Yeah. We, we wouldn't do it in the same Right, run, but right. Yeah, but it's a, it's a cool little, it's a, you know, it's a, we found a theater out in the country with a stage and a PA. We fixed everything, and we do shows like every other month because because I need one more thing to do. That's right. So I was saying that I live in Watson. My wife and I live in Watsonville below Santa Cruz. And so we 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 host a, it's a house concert like series out in Crowley's, which is not too far from K-Pig Radio. Do you get play that K-Pig? Yeah, yeah. We love K-Pig. Oh, I know they said that they were playing Cannonball and Trampoline quite a lot. Yeah. And and we've done Sleepy John's show Oh, good, 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 good. We love those guys. So you're in, yeah. We love those guys. They've been very supportive. Good, good. Arden is so wonderful. Yeah, she's sweet. She's always good. She's great. She always will, you know, she's on Facebook and everything. So she'll give us nice little comments. John promoted our last show. Our last show. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, he's a great guy. They've been great. They've been so kind to us and really helped us in that region, you know. Nice, nice. I think if I can, I'll help too. We love yeah, what you do. Thank you. No, no. That's really cool. No, I do please stand by every once in a while, and I did it in January. Then he called me in 
Yeah, February goes, somebody backed out. Can you play again? Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, twist my oh, arm. I'll yes, find sure. something different. Sure. So let's talk about you guys. So first question is, you've both been here in separate bands, yeah. and you came, was it last fall together as Birds of Chicago? We did, yeah, okay. last fall. That was our kind of opening. Yeah. Uh, sort of the start of it, really, that, that, that summer yeah. of... Uh, of work. Uh, yeah, we yeah. had a few festivals that summer, and that was the introductory year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Chicago. So I guess the obvious question, how did you guys meet and start collaborating? What was sort of the jumping off point? The initial connection was through the West Coast, wasn't it? When I was living um, in Vancouver, B.C., that's yeah. where whole girl from. I'm from Montreal, mm-hmm. but I moved out to B.C., started right, playing music right. there. And the lady who started Pogro with me um, is in a band called the Bigot Tanya's. And they oh, okay. were, for a while, here too. Uh, yeah, singer named Jolie Holland was in that band. Okay. She moved back to San Francisco and JT was living there. And so that's how we ended up meeting JT. Okay. Um, was, sort of a was through yeah. mm-hmm. the, two, the two cities kind of yeah. going forth. And yeah, so the, that's um, how we met initially. And then when I moved to Chicago, um, I started the band JT and the Clouds. Right, and you've been here with that band before, right? Actually, not the Clouds have not, okay. have not played Strawberry. Um, you were here with Capital Sunrays, right? Not to play it, no. Oh, no, no. You just no, played no, at the no, campfires. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At I the camp just, jams. I was just a dude. At the yeah. Just a patron. I'm, I'm still just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aren't we? Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so when yeah when we moved out when I moved out to the Midwest and started the clouds yeah, uh, Poe Girl was was starting to do a lot of touring and uh-huh. yeah we, we formed we around were, the same time right and you were here in Poe Girl twice weren't you yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you were like the big top you were like the big buzz Aww. band yeah oh well yeah. great well thank you we had so much fun we were here one spring of 2008 was our first time mm-hmm. that when there was rain and snow and hail yeah so I was ready for every that spring this year. was like rain and hail this is like this is the first year I'm interrupting but this is the first year where I thought it's actually getting warmer as the weekend progresses yeah. isn't it amazing it's, uh, yeah it's nice it's been yeah. so nice um, and then actually Pogro played it in 2010 and I came I was That's on right. tour with them at the time just solo sitting, uh-huh. sitting in with them in. and doing oh, some okay. of my own yeah. stuff and so I, I and that was right at the time that we kind of intensified our collaboration where uh-huh. you know we were I was on tour with them, so she would pretty much join me on all of my set. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And uh, you just kind of clicked musically and started. Let's, let's play together yeah, and do some really stuff. Did. Yeah, well, we yeah. always did, and then it was kind of uh, it was just sort of over the years, kind of finding larger and larger pockets of time yeah, to, to, right. to, to, to be able to sing together. together. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and in 2011, uh, I recorded a. Uh, a solo record uh-huh. uh, called Mountains Forest and solo only in name and that was sort of really the first time that we had what is essentially the Birds of Chicago uh-huh. band together, together. It was, yeah. it was the, all the rhythm section players from the clouds but Allie mm-hmm. singing with me on every song and I we kind of minted something there that felt like it just really needed its own yeah. uh, and, nice. so, uh, and so yeah that's uh, what I love is I was, I was talking to my wife last night I was like how would you describe them? Which I love because just like it's not, you can go, you know, oh, it's yeah. Americana. Well, that's, yeah. you're both songwriters, you're both singers, you're both yeah. multi-instrumentalists. Yeah. And it's nice because it's not, it's not folk, it's not, it's just, yeah, you know, you're know, a couple of songwriters it's, collaborating, which is kind of, kind of fun. Yeah. You know? It's the yeah. hardest when people ask us, how do you describe your sound? Yeah. Well, usually we say, we try uh, not to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mainly, not, yeah. you know, not to be like uh, super mysterious, but I find that 
you spend too much time describing your own sound, you can sound real stupid real quick. <laughs> right. right. And, uh, and it's never you accurate. Know, never, it's like I, you know. it's like I can feel my own eyes glazing over when I'm when I'm talking about it. You know. Well, someone told me uh, it's like they said they said my own. So they said you sound kind of like James McMurtry, but not quite as pissed off. I'm like that's not a really good moniker. <laughs> oh, that's so it's funny. like you know you just you, you know, people come see you. You could still be pretty pissed off and be like I am. I just write funny songs. Anyway, but you know, I I think that for us, Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes us happy when people say they can't describe our sound. No, you know, it's and it's beautiful stuff. Oh my god, it's just like you want it to feel familiar, but not like obviously familiar. You know, that that's actually a good way of describing it too. And I love the there's. There's different rhythms. There's yeah. different instruments. Yeah. You know, and well, and we are so lucky to have the how, pool how, of musicians to draw from. And you've got a, do. They're just a, amazing. a hell of a bunch of guys backing you up. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. They're just, and they're more than they really are more than backup musicians. They're well, yeah, very, yeah. very much involved in the creative process. We r- write the songs. You know, JT's, they're kind of grounding what you do, but yeah. yeah. But they, yeah, they really bring their own. Um, we, you know, we bring creative, them in their creativity the songs in their, in their bare how bones. How about that funky jelly bread? They're awesome. <laughs> they they play, are they awesome. Play, they play funk. They play funky soul. They play funky rock. They play funky jazz. Everything they do is this deep in the funk. Yeah, they I can, know. They can, they're they're awesome. They, can play, they are awesome. They can play a Hank Williams and song and be funky. Yeah. Play that funky music, my boy. I have to get in there. I am. I don't edit anything because it's too much work. I just let it roll. It's very impromptu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're on the radio now. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta. I can't beat that. No, I've done a couple of interviews. Someone said, You're gonna cut that, right? I said, No, it's too much work. I don't edit. Yeah. And there were hardly any which way Right. I'm glad that's changed. Oh, God, yeah. I'm sure glad that's changed. Booker T and the MGs. Yeah, that's oh, right. Benny Goodman. Oh, Benny yeah. Goodman. He was the first guy. He brought Ella Fitzgerald on the road, and if they made her go in the back door, they all went in the back door. Oh, I didn't know that. He was an amazing guy. He was a real, yeah, in his cool quiet dude. way, just a civil rights activist, nice. you know. I'll link that on the Incredible. podcast. Yeah, no, cool. 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 Yeah, yeah, no, he's amazing. He's amazing. We have the same birthday, May 30th. Nice. I was always very chuffed about that. <laughs> the same birthday. It's been good. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. So. Uh, <laughs> back to the gold, though. Yeah. Yeah. See you. Uh, Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That will leave in. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think at the the workshop, I'm not gonna like go on about the title because you kind of like elaborated on that, <laughs> yeah. the new tricks and the old dogs. Yeah. But um, you were talking about um, oh, you were doing a couple of songs where they were new, and you were talking about the band. So when you have a new song, do you tend to bring it with the band and just kind of develop it and see what they want to do? And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of, yeah. kind of what Ali was just starting to, to yeah. get yeah. at is where before we, your fan walked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's such a high trust level with those guys. our family yeah. musicians, uh-huh. those guys that you know we uh, we not only are comfortable with you know 
it morphing and changing once they get their hands on it you know we, we look forward to it we mm -hmm. I, we kind of purposely leave things in a, in a very bare bones way mm -hmm. and we bring to it see to what them they'll do. Yeah. just to see what their first responses are going to be to it nice. and uh and there's enough of a a common language or everybody sort of has this the the, the same goal in the sense of you know, everyone's just trying to play for the song mm -hmm. and uh, and figure out what the best thing nice. is. So it's, with those guys, it's like you skip about one, two, three introductory steps of like explaining what you're thinking yeah. about that you might have. To I do wrote with, this because I was yeah, on a drive you know, and this happened. Right. Yeah, you, you right. don't it's even like need I, to. we know all we gotta do is is yeah. is, is, is it's play it and, and and the way they're gonna respond to it is. Is, is so trust is a big factor, like you said. Very much factor. so. Yeah, nice. And with uh, and we definitely when when we were writing the songs, we they have to be able to stand up even if it's just the two of us sure, playing it. Right. You know, because there are we do shows sometimes. I was going to ask, do you play like a duo, and, a lot of duo yeah, shows? And we a lot do. Of, yeah, yeah, we and do. In fact, one we of the do. things that was sort of uh, uh, the ideas behind this Birds of Chicago collective was that yeah. you know it's it's based around Allie and me, mm -hmm. and, and Allie and me are the only two that are crazy enough or able enough to be on the road as much as we are. Mm -hmm. So we, it's a bit of a fluctuating thing where sometimes mm -hmm. it will, we'll, you know, do acoustic rooms where it's, you know, for a stretch where it'll just be Ali and me. We'll just do, or do opening, a, opening or runs for opening where we'll do uh, yeah. um, You know, and sometimes we'll, we'll grab a couple of those guys and we'll right. be out with three or four. And then come, you know, come summer season when, Festival hit, you bring like the band that. along yeah, for it's like wonderful you know, we get you know we'll have the whole band out for a couple. Well, it's weeks probably bigger bigger venues and it's probably more economically it, feasible it to is. bring the band along, yeah. and that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the, the thing is that you have to create a, a, a flexible model. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. Uh, especially uh, nowadays. And, and, yeah, and if in, in as long as people know, you know that that they're always getting Allie and me because we're the writers and in the, in the you're kind of the, the front uh, people of the band yeah. then yeah. then it then it can yeah. have a little bit of uh you know there's room to room yeah yeah that was it was a conscious choice to keep sort of promotional stuff the images of the two of us for that reason mm -hmm. just because and it gives the guys freedom as well because we you know we can't expect them to be on retainer right. to be on retainer all your law exactly we would love that yeah, we would love not, it if we could afford yet. to pay them it's the reality so, and it's yeah. still the goal believe it me is. it's like yeah. we would love to yeah. at some point have you know traveling home school and a bus and yeah. you know an electric uh, bus but until solar then you know, yeah. we gotta we gotta we gotta yeah. be smart about yeah. it and, uh, yeah so when you play like the ugly mug in capitola or our series little humble little series and yeah. we play as a duo probably yeah, yeah. we we'll yeah. do a trio yeah. often we'll do little, little nice. duo trio tours so it works and in, in, yeah. in what ali was saying from a from a artistic standpoint it's good too because you know you you find out if a song is is, is got enough in its guts to survive when you yeah. play it in its most bare bones mm -hmm. you know yeah. totally you know, totally get yeah. it. If, it, if it can't yeah. get across when you're playing as a duo that means it's not worth just yeah with a bunch you can't of play a song yeah. with just your primary yeah. instrument then adding a bunch of adding drums and a keyboard it's not gonna help exactly it's kind of like it's kind of like we'll, fix it, it. It's like we'll fix it in yes. post it doesn't work yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. on the writing this is what you mentioned in the workshop too i I um, do you guys tend to have you have you are you co-writing much or do you tend to kind of bring we your own stuff? We haven't so far. We we've never tried it, have we? Yeah, not yet. I mean, right now we will bring songs to each other, and we certainly influence. I think we influence the development of uh -huh. the song, and and I think one of the the really fun things for me has been JT started writing for my voice and for for, oh, for nice. a female perspective. Nice. And I think that's been I mean, a fun exercise for him as well. Yeah, I mean, but, so uh, that's been in a sense yeah. that's a. 
that's I mean for me that's a, it's a huge difference about this project and mm-hmm. that that, that uh, is particularly exciting is sort yeah. of um, you know having a distinct other persona to write for us it just opens up the way you can write uh-huh. so many different ways yeah. you know? and it's probably I, kind of exciting too because you can write for this person's voice and yeah. it doesn't have to be you absolutely and, and I think I, I like your you, you tend to be a little playful in some of your lyrics um, yeah. we were driving up and I was playing the your, your official CD and the, 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 the phrase about dolphins and laying the dolphin laying in the field my wife went what <laughs> and there was a, there was a song really about bees on the ground and I, yeah. that's kind of I don't want to call it your thing but you you tend to be playful with words and it's but it kind of pulls people in too yeah yeah it's funny I think that in a uh, very good way no I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the um, there, there, you always come back there's a certain um, Absurdism, but for me, it's interesting. I always find that, like, I, I kind of go to that well when I'm, I'm sort of as a reaction to some of the most melancholy, mm-hmm. like, subjects. I yeah. mean, like, the, the um, that old Calcutta song, you know, it starts off with the sort of a bit of kind of you know uh, 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 ab- ab- absurdness, mm-hmm. uh, but in a lot of ways, that song is is like personal of a a statement about living in a hard world. Mm-hmm. Is is I'll get it, and and and, and I find that that ha- kind of happens a lot. Like mm-hmm. when uh, when I'm dealing with like the the greatest wells of whatever. Uh, you know, the, the 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 way into them is sometimes, uh, you know, a bit of a laugh. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it's it's very sticky. It's good because it's very sticky imagery. I mean, it's like it definitely yeah. pulls people. Yeah, in. right, right, right. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of what the hell did he just say? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like what? You know, and then we just well, it kind of pulls you people in. Yeah. So. yeah. And you were talking. About, you're both talking, but you. You tend, JT, I'm looking at JT if you're watching at home. You he is, tend to. I am. I'm looking right at him. Well, I'm looking at the recorder. But, so you tend to write every day and you're fairly disciplined. You kind of write when the inspiration well, comes. There's a kind more, of back and forth. I've gotten more disciplined now yeah. at, and really as a result of JT's influence yeah. and, and example. And, and it's been very good for me to do that. Mm-hmm. But it also, in some ways, the pressure's off. And he is such a prolific writer that I really feel comfortable taking my time and only bringing forward the songs that I feel like fit in the body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's an fit inspiring writer. Mm-hmm. Kind of Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he's a writer that I look up to, that I've looked up mm. to for a long time. He's been writing longer than I have yeah. and um, is an inspiring writer to me. So yeah. it's been a really nice, it's been a lovely experience for me to just be able to work on song craft but without that oh gosh we need three more songs yeah, for the need, record or right, we have to right. get this done or let's right. just put it out it's fine or yeah, it, we'll you just know right till it works yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's it's been really really great and it's been really fun as well to craft songs that fit into um you know as albums take the albums take a shape even before they're there you mm-hmm. know these new songs that we've been coming up with um there's you know there's definitely another maybe one or two brewing in my mind they're not quite finished mm-hmm. yet but nice. it's it's kind of a direct result of the inspiration of the other songs you yeah. know so, it's important yeah. I think when you're when you have um, when you're making albums with more than one writer that that you know there has to be in the architecture of it the songs have to fit together yes you know? they yeah do. they got to flow yeah. you don't ever want it to feel like just like a uh, uh, one songwriter said, "Well, here's the 
here's my time. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the one. Here's the songs that I like the most right now. Yeah. 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 So, well, here's the ones I like the most. Right. Uh, and yeah. it can be because you know, I'm a real believer in in, in albums. You know. Like, yes. Uh, that's. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a bit listening of a, to listening to a yeah, songs from eleven and it's eleven. Yeah. Fit together. Yeah. Where there's like it's a thread totally that holds a disappearing thing in the world. But I. But we you know, love I, it. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I get it. I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I want and I want, you know. Uh, I want there to be an arc and the things to, you know, and kind of closure and things to, you know. Uh, yeah, you never want to go, oh, they needed like a tenth song because they stuck this thing in. Where did this exactly, come from? Exactly, yeah. where you feel that it doesn't fit right. the rest of the right, body right, of work. Right, yeah. Or, yeah. And I love the question you got during the workshop. My wife looked over at me because someone said, you know, what comes first, the music or the lyrics? And I always say, yes, one of them definitely comes first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows which yeah, that might be exactly. or when. Or, uh, yeah. It's different uh, with every song, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is, and, and I think that uh, it seems like an obvious thing to say, but there really is no run right way. No. And I liked what you said about some people get very, you know, and it's, it's it's not a judgment call, but some people get very ethereal about, wait for the muse, yeah. let the muse guide yeah. you, and it's like, yeah, but sometimes you just got to write a song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and there exactly. was a there was a Warren Zevon quote mm-hmm. where he said, somebody asked, you know, how do you how do you write a song? He goes, well, you can't force it. And they said, what if you can't write a song? He goes. You force it. <laughs> you just sit down and freaking write a song. So sometimes you get inspired, yeah. and sometimes you go, I, I got to just write something. Yeah, so it's probably exactly. a mix of that. Yeah, yeah and I mean, again, it's like being comfortable with writing songs that are not keepers is, a, is an important hurdle. That was a big, you know? yeah. yeah. You know? Like when you said, like, I've, you know, I, like I always say I've yeah. written a lot of songs that no one's ever going to see, but someone yeah. told me, it might have been Darden Smith when I interviewed him. He said, you know, songs are like furniture. you got to finish them. And, get on to the next one yeah you know yeah exactly otherwise it, it's like you get stuck on something you're never gonna get to the next one exactly yeah. it's, it's spoils in your mind or something just get it was, out what was the phrase done. you used I wrote it down because it was really good and I can't even remember <laughs> that was it um, <laughs> damn it oh build around the part that won't go away so you get like a phrase or a lyric yeah. in your head you just gotta like develop that so you can like see where it goes yeah, and if it's good or definitely. bad and then you move on or not i think yeah, yeah that's that's probably the of, of all the like there are no constants but if there was close to a constant it would be that is that, that's kind of what i come back to if there's yeah. if there's um yeah a fragment that that loops itself and yeah won't, and there's a reason for that and you gotta kind of be respectful of that and follow mm-hmm. it and, and, and yeah and, and sometimes it's easier to, to, to cut away, uh, you know, yeah. uh, and, 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 uh, and than others. But uh, you know, there's there's been fragments that sort of hang around for a while, and I just can't really figure out why they're there. I don't have the 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 tools at the moment to mm-hmm. to, to do it. But yeah. uh, and then later I come back to them and you do. Uh, that's what that's for. Yeah iPhones are real good that way these days. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like when we're it's it's a kind of continuing challenge to figure out how to to productively write on the road and uh, preserve little know, bits and like you can back to I, later. I, I, I Google Drive. I yeah. write a lot when I'm driving. You know, like when you're on the open road driving and everyone's yeah. asleep. Like you get, that's where you kind of your brain goes into a bit of a different place. And, uh, motion, yeah. motion, yeah, like it does. running, it walking, running driving. Running is huge for me. I, I write yeah. a lot when I'm running, just in my you know yeah, ideas form in my yeah. mind. You get you know you get a uh, you so you get something and you you know you record it and you save it and you, yeah. and you, and you, and you have it. And, doesn't get lost back into the ether, and, uh, you know, and, then, and then you get somewhere, you get in a room, and try to figure out what it yeah. was all about. A nice trick on the road, I, I finally made the iPhone move about six months ago, and on the road you just hit Siri, say voice memo, and then, you know, right. get that. So. Right, 
Yeah. I was going to ask you, so you play, and I'm talking to Alina, you play mm-hmm. on, on Sun State clarinets, mm-hmm. banjo, um, ukulele. Yep. So is your banjo style, is it a mix of claw hammer finger picking? Yes, and yeah. it's a mix, and, and it's um, untrained and, and sort of haphazard, yeah. <laughs> much self-taught <laughs> And God mix. bless you for it. <laughs> yes, it gives me hope. self-taught yeah. mix, yeah. yeah. I just uh, try things as I go, really. I'm pretty sure that's how Clawhammer started. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been working on that for a but while. But I've it's been fun. really enjoying, uh, I've been doing a little more Clawhammer lately and really, really enjoying that. It's cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think the drums are backing us out. So um, <laughs> so what's next for you guys? Just summer's ahead. You're going to play yep. in Felton this weekend? Yep, and we are at the Redwood Fair. Yeah. And lots of, you know, lots of California dates. And, and then we kind of go back through uh, the Southwest, don't we? We do well, we're headed back Arizona. Texas. And uh, New Mexico and Texas, Folk Fest. Nice. Yeah, it's a wonderful festival. Strawberry Light, a Strawberry Kindred, I think. Yeah, Yeah, very much so. Yeah, Real Musicians Festival. Everybody's a great musician that goes. And and people that have been going for 35 years. Yeah, that same family. family Kind of like I hear, but different. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just Texas. (laughs) No, we're working our way way home and we're going to record a live album. June. In Chicago, Evanston, yeah. the uh-huh. venue the called Space. space. Marvelous and, uh, venue. Nice. Looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, so, we are too. Uh, we are too. I've been wanting to do a, a, a proper live album for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, put some of those new ones on there in their yeah, these early forms. New and old. New and old. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, good luck to you. We're getting proud of yeah, yeah. yes. so Good talking <laughs> to you. Catch a little John Gorka, huh? Yeah, we figured that car alarms and drum sound checks were probably a good indication the interview was over with. Once again, that was JT Nero and Allison Russell of the band Bird to Chicago. And if you two are listening, thank you again so much for taking the time out of that busy strawberry weekend to chat a little bit about what you do. We like it very much. And for the rest of you listening, you might want another bit of kind of interesting news. This came over the Facebook interweb news feeds a couple of weeks back, but uh, as of now, JT and Allison are officially engaged. So they really are a duo, for those of you wondering. Uh, And you can find more about them at birdsofchicago.com. They're probably, as we speak, getting ready to do production on their live album, which I'm sure we'll hear probably sometime next year. Hopefully, maybe at our humble little series out here in Carlitos when they make a California run. And if you're local at all keep an eye on my website at michaelgither.com and if they come around and we can book them we'll certainly let you know uh, coming up next on the next couple of episodes i've got a, i've got two more field trips that i've got in the can um the next one's going to be kind of different my friend fred reese originally from the east coast and not a musician but he's going to be on the podcast he uh came out here several years ago and uh took up surfing took up winemaking he was a big radio personality he was also my, my favorite insult stand-up comic. And when I was booking a series at Rudon Smith Winery, booking and playing a series at Rudon Smith Winery um, for many years, he was working there and someone told me, oh, go talk to Fred Reese. And I went, the Fred Reese? And I realized he was the guy who was the, the funny insult comic and we kind of kept in touch. And uh, Fred's just recovered from his second bout of cancer. Fred's also an author and he's written his... His, uh, his first nonfiction book called Today Cancer, Tomorrow the World. And it's uh, a pretty honest look at what he went through in his second bout um, of cancer, his experiences at Stanford, the chemo, the, the wonderful work from the oncology nurses. And it's also told with Fred's very, very uh, 
somewhat abrasive, very clever sense of humor on how he kind of dealt with that. So that's going to be coming up in a few weeks. And then after that, our buddy Dan Kai was back in town from Maui last weekend, and he played, actually he played in Carlitas. And so he and I talked about his new record called Resonate, and we're going to have that as a podcast very soon too. The best way to find out about these things is if you go to michaelgator.com, you can subscribe in iTunes. These are free. If you happen to be listening on Grateful Dread Radio or KC Cafe Radio on the weekends, just keep tuning in. This will keep appearing at the same time. And uh, once again, I'm Michael Gaither. This is Songs and Stories. Thank you so much for listening to uh, these artists, learning about what they do. And I think to, to, to close this off, I'm going to kill my bouncy theme music and give you a chance to hear Allison from Birds of Chicago sing a little bit on her own. This is a song called appropriately enough before she goes and if i had mentioned before you can find this record at birdsofchicago.com and i highly encourage you to do so thanks for listening we'll talk to you next time To the cat call to that pigeon, feel the cold through the crack in the window by the kitchen. The damp in your bones as winter whips her last before she goes. You've been so long leaving, leaving, leaving. Now you can't sit still without grieving, weeping like the winter for all the things your daddy should have done. Sharp tonight, the stars are little knives. Hide your eyes.